0: Sales. And to all of those that would like to destroy the future of the greatest country in the world, our message to them is the same as my grandfather's. Them that's gone, get on the wagon. Them that ain't, get out of the way. Herman Kane. Herman Cain. Solutions for a better America. This is your host, Herman Kane. Thank you for joining us because we're going to tell you the truth, we're going to give you the facts. We want you to be informed and inspired to help make this a better America. Breaking news. Breaking news. Every day with Herman Kane and the most connected man in Washington, Jamie Dupree. Hello, Jamie. Hey, Herman. How you doing? Okay, let's start with this. All right. Really? It's going to take until next year for Hillary's emails to be ready
1: for release? What do they have to do to them? Uh, That's what the State Department says, but in the last few minutes we have had some news on that front. some news organizations reporting evidently there was a hearing this morning before the U.S. District uh, Federal Court Judge who's dealing with this case, where yesterday the State Department, as I wrote on my blog, if you haven't seen it yet, that uh, they wanted until January 15th of next year, you're exactly right Herman, and that's what, oh, two and a half weeks before the Iowa caucuses, to release all of these emails. The judge in the case, though, has rejected that plan from the State Department, evidently, telling them this morning that he is going to order some kind of rolling production of the emails and not allow the State Department to, you know, cobble it all together and then release it in one giant batch. So this would seem that the judge is going to tell the State Department they've got to dribble this stuff out and not just hold on to it until early next year. So we'll see what else. I haven't seen anything come up in a specific ruling or order or anything from the court today, but uh, that's where we seem to be be on this Hillary Clinton email case. Remember, these are the emails that she took off of her personal server, that odd setup that she had while she was Secretary of State. She obviously deleted some things on there, what we may never know, and gave the rest of it over to the State Department. They are going through what they say is a voluminous amount of documents and trying to figure out what should get released, what should be redacted as in blacked out, what should not be released. And then they say that with all of the different requests for Freedom of Information Act requests and lawsuits for this information, they, the State Department, want to hold it all together and then release it all at once in January of next year. As I said, this federal judge uh, seemingly saying today that that's not going to cut it with him. So is the State Department
0: arguing that there might be some confidential stuff in there that they don't want to go
1: out or is this just more time to uh, help Hillary out? It's not, uh, It's not. Um, you know, stu- well, let, let me, I'll just read it to you right here. The, the The State Department, this is from their court filing, they need time, they say, to review these documents for any, this is using their words, sensitive issues, which may require them to, you know, change, uh, to, to maybe not release some of the information because obviously there could be some things in here that would be highly confidential or privileged in. In terms of intelligence, so that's why they say it takes so long to figure out whether or not you know any uh, any of this stuff has to be held back. Now, a lot of other people would argue, well, she did it on a private email server, so there shouldn't be any worry about it. Just get the information out. But as of now, uh, they say to go through over 50,000 pages. It will take Good. a long cool. time.
0: Well, obviously. So, well, we. But but the judge hasn't come back and said exactly what that rollout schedule is going to no,
1: be. No, you're absolutely right. Okay. He evidently told lawyers that today, but I was just in, let me check the, uh, the docket right now just to see if anything's popped up. But so far there's been no ruling or anything or any order that's been produced, uh, no, not yet, from the judge in this case as to when the State Department has to start rolling out those emails.
0: Now... Majority Leader McConnell is threatening to make him work over the Memorial Day holiday <laughs> on trade. If We've he heard that doesn't get his way. I mean, come on. Uh, Look, seriously?
1: We, well, we go through this from time to time where the, uh, the Senate Majority Leader, whether it's been Harry Reid or, in this case, Mitch McConnell, or going back, doesn't matter, either party, you come down to where we're getting ready to get out of town for a holiday break. This week, uh, lawmakers would like to be gone by Thursday or Friday, and they'll be off all next week. I mean, I think all of us can understand when we're about ready to go on vacation, we're ready to get out ready the door. Ready to go. Uh, but on the other hand, it's used as a as a way here to get stuff done. So, hey, here's the carrot. You guys want to get out of town early? Okay, well, you got to get these votes done. They're trying to finish a major trade bill. They've got to also do this NSA reform issue in the Senate. They've also got to extend uh, temporarily money for federal road and bridge construction programs. Uh, so there's several things that they need to do this week. Why? Because things expire at the end of this month, so that's the pressure point for lawmakers. You know, uh, McConnell's says, yes, I'll keep you into the weekend or keep you into Friday. They've only voted once so far this year on a Friday. Last year, I think they did it four times. So we'll see whether or not they have to stick around later in the week. Usually what happens, Herman, in all seriousness, is about by Thursday, everybody looks at each other and says, do you want to get out of here? (laughs) You really want to stick around here another night? And uh, and I always say it's the all-powerful airline schedule. And, you know, sometimes somebody may uh, screw with everybody else and force them to stay a little late or something like that, but they get their work done and get out of town. I figure that still happen. It'll just be a little messy along the way.
0: Well, you know, I just think that threatening to make them work through the holiday isn't the best way to well, try to get it, them to try to get something done definitively. It's standard
1: operating procedure yeah. around here. Harry Reid used to do it all the time. Previous uh, uh, Senate majority leaders have done it. So, you know, it, I just sort of listened to it this morning and smiled and didn't see the need to, uh, to right write a story the about it. A little kid who told his mom, yeah. I'm, I'm
0: going to run away this time for real. Well, think about it. I'm going to do it.
1: If you've got these 99 people to be in <laughs> right? charge of, I know all of whom could screw with you on a moment's notice and just totally screw up whatever is on the floor of the Senate. Every once in a while you sort of got to act like the toughie and say, if you don't do your work, you're going to have to stay late. And what could be worse for members than having to work into Friday of a holiday uh, break? You know, uh, we have seen, for example, Rand Paul was supposed to be down in uh, the West Palm Beach area, I think, doing a fundraiser on Thursday. Uh, He's already canceled that, and and I would assume some other members will have to uh, sort of uh, watch and see whether or not they can get out Thursday or Friday.
0: Since I fly a lot, I'm particularly interested in the FAA hearings that are going on today.
1: What's up? Yeah, it's an interesting (laughs) hearing. I was listening in a little earlier. Uh, The FAA has been taking a lot of flack uh, in recent years over there much awaited and and much delayed uh, uh, next-gen program. It's basically an effort to update our radar system uh, and the air traffic control system which in many ways is sort of a relic from post-World War II. The idea is to combine new facets like GPS and other things that would allow planes to more safely travel the skies and also travel a bit closer together because you would have more high-tech ways to track planes and figure out how to route them all over the place. Uh, The trouble is is that the FAA, as I said, has been beset by delays and cost overruns in this program. And I don't know how many times, Herman, over the years, I have covered hearings like this one that's going on right now, where everybody sort of pulls their hair out for a couple of hours, and then we go on and we sort of repeat the same things. Uh, Interesting testimony that I just listened to, in fact, a few minutes ago, by the head of United Airlines, Jeff uh, Smisek Smisek, I think is how you pronounce his name. And he basically said, look, it's time... To, uh, to to really shake up the air traffic control system. As some are openly saying, and this is rather amazing in this place, openly saying that we should take the ATC system away from the F- FAA and spin it off, whether into a private company or into a government corporation, in a sense, and change the way it's funded, change the way it operates, change the way that it's dealt with, and try to improve it that way. Because uh, uh, the problem is the bureaucratic nature of the FAA and the federal government. Several witnesses today have said that it's just taking much too long to change things. Now, that might sound in theory good, but for example, there's a a guy who uh, represents business travelers You know, who fly mainly private jets and things like that. I'm not talking about business travelers who are flying on commercial, but private plane owners. And he's been saying, you know, we don't like this idea because we think that we're going to get hit with a lot of fees for takeoff and landing fees, and we might get squeezed out of airspace and more, so the big discussion going on about what to do. There may not be that many ready answers, Herman.
0: Yeah, well, I do know this. If you do allow it to be privatized, it will get done. And, yep, some people may get hit with a few more fees, but it'll get done, and we'll get some badly needed upgrades that really need to be done.
1: Yeah, so we'll see what happens long term. But, unfortunately, I think that next-gen, it's just going to sort of bumble along for a little while.
0: Well, that doesn't make me feel that much more more comfortable flying on as many airplanes as I do. But I know that's just Washington, right, Jamie? It is, unfortunately,
1: yes. Yes, it is.
0: And uh, so... They got a budget moving through Congress. The that uh,
1: the, right? bu- the budget bill that'll be up today on the floor of the House is one that funds the legislative branch of Congress. Now, I want everybody to think for a second. I know it's sort of hard to do numbers over the radio, but let's think. The federal budget overall is what? It's close to four trillion dollars a year. That's when you include yep. Medicare and Social Security, along with the regular budget that the Congress deals with. So. The executive branch, think about it, there's a lot of money in there when you're talking about a $4 trillion budget. Today, the legislative branch budget comes on the floor of the House. What do you think that level is? Just real quick, out of the $4 trillion, it's only about $6.5 billion. It's very, very, very small the money that funds the congress the operations of the house and the senate the government accountability office the library of congress and the congressional research service and the congressional budget office really they don't take up much money at all when compared to a lot of the other functions of the federal government in that bill today Again, a little uh, a little uh, procedure that says no. There will be no automatic cost of living adjustment slash pay raise for members of Congress. The last time that their pay was raised was uh, 2009. So getting to be six, uh, almost seven years ago. After this budget takes effect, there was one lawmaker in a hearing yesterday uh, named Alcee Hastings, a Democrat, Hastings. veteran Democrat from South Florida, yeah. who basically said, "Hey, I'm worth it. Pay me more." Let's just say there was a silence in the room. There weren't a lot of other people rushing to join Congressman Hastings and asking for that, though I'm sure that if you administered the truth serum, there might be a few who would come out and actually say that they think they deserve to be paid more. It used to be, Herman, that even with calls of people to, to block the yearly pay increase, they would still vote on it and it would go through. They're not even voting on it this year because I think everybody knows it would be overwhelmingly defeated. Uh, yeah, I
0: think it would be. Hastings but, uh,
1: talked about how he he, uh, he felt like he was getting squeezed at one hundred and seventy four thousand a year because he has to maintain a residence back in his home district and then pay upwards. He was paying about thirty one hundred dollars a month in rent for a place here in d c as well. You know, just to let people know, there is no per diem for lawmakers in Congress. They get their flat salary. And they don't get anything else in terms of living expenses. Well, I have an economic suggestion for him. And that would be? Resign from
0: Congress and let somebody else serve in that job. Uh,
1: some would make that case that <laughs> you don't
0: like the way that... If okay. you don't like what you're getting paid, you yep. can move on to something That's else. That's the way it works in the private sector. You ain't happy, you go find another job. Quit, Congressman Hastings, if you ain't happy with the salary. Thanks a lot, Jamie. That's the latest. to see you, Herman. <laughs> You're listening to the Herman Kane show. Herman Kane on the radio every day. Herman Kane on demand at hermankane.com. Click on Kane 24 7. Are you complaining, Shane B., about your salary? Nope, no, no complaints. Not complaining. <laughs> Just fine. We'll be right back. <laughs> For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early,